A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. It's been so long since I've done a podcast. I don't even know if I know how to do this anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> hey, everyone. I'm Evian Whitney. I'm Evian Whitney. I'm Evian Whitney. I don't remember this being this hard. Like, why does it feel this hard? I'm rusty. I feel really rusty. Like, I'm not able to, I guess, be the kind of podcaster that I was before a year ago. Like, who was that person? How do I get her back? (laughs) Okay, let's do it. long time no see can you believe that it's been almost a year since I announced that I was taking a break from this very podcast so many things have happened since then so many changes and I have a lot to catch you up on but I guess I should start with why I'm here and why it is you're hearing my voice in your speakers right now. Because you're probably wondering, does this mean that she's back now? Is the podcast hiatus officially over? Or is she about to crush our hopes again? Well, this is hard for me to say because I just, I really don't want to disappoint anyone. Um, But... (laughs) Yes, the podcast is coming back. Yay! I've missed you guys so much. And also, I got a little tired of being accosted by folks constantly asking me, but when's the podcast coming back though? 
So I'm getting back on the saddle. I know that I mentioned that one of the reasons I had to press pause on the podcast was because the amount of work needed to produce it was a bit too much for me. And that the only way I'd come back is if I had help, like a producer or an editor, something like that. I'll spare you the boring details, but what I will tell you is that while I haven't officially hired a producer or editor, not yet, I've got some new systems and boundaries in place that will help my workload significantly and hopefully keep me from burning out, fingers crossed. So things are moving in the right direction and I'm feeling really hopeful about the future. So there's that. Let's see, what else is new? Um, Oh, you might have seen that the podcast has a new cover. I had some beautiful, sensual photos taken of me a few months ago by my amazingly talented friend, Celeste Noche, and the cover you see now features one of the pictures from our shoot. We took a bunch more, and I'm really proud of how they turned out, so if you've been missing seeing my face, you can see the rest of the photos on my site, sexloveliberation.com. What else? Um, I've been teaching a lot of online and in-person workshops lately about sensual self-portraiture and taking up space with your body, which has been an absolute blast. I was featured in Cosmopolitan recently regarding my work, which was amazing as well. I've also been on a few other people's podcasts in the last year. Uh, One of my favorites was when I went on Tea with Queen and Jay, which is one of my favorite podcasts. And there we talked about black sexuality on episode 141. So you should listen to that if you haven't already. Mostly, though, I've been keeping pretty busy with client work and continuing to dismantle sex negativity and sexual shame, while also trying and honestly sometimes failing to balance all of that hard work with fierce self-care and taking breaks from the internet, particularly Instagram, which I haven't been able to get off of lately. In the last year, not one day has gone by that I haven't thought about you or this podcast, so I'm really excited to be coming back and to share more thought-provoking and affirming discussions about sex, sexuality, and empowering yourself in this realm of the erotic. To get us started on this new leg of our journey, and since you've been so patient with me as I've been getting my shit together... Today, I'm sharing a snippet of the series of essays I wrote back in January about what it's like to be in a relationship when your libido is very different from your partner's. So I was inspired to write this series after stumbling upon a very popular TED Talk from someone who was giving everyone in the audience a cure for women with low desire. I go into this a little bit more in the series, but hearing her talk flooded me with so many memories of my own sexless relationship and what it was like for me at that time. So in the series, I explored that and I also shared my own cure for low desire based on my own process of healing and the kind of regimen I give my clients who are struggling with the same thing. Here's a little taste of that. 
They say that the person with the lower sex drive controls the sexual relationship. And I found that to be very true for me. We weren't having sex because I wasn't wanting or willing to have it. And in that way, it only made sense that the troubleshooting fell mostly on my shoulders. So I began to search for a cure for my sexual dysfunction. This entailed reading a lot of books, one in which I first heard the term sexual anorexia, which frighteningly pathologized what was happening in my relationship and gave it a new sense of direness that made my stomach sick. It also entailed some not-so-helpful advice. There was the advice to pop a Viagra pill before sex to help jumpstart my missing libido because it apparently also works for women. There was the advice to get my testosterone levels checked because the reason men don't ever have a low libido, which is completely false, by the way, is because they've got more testosterone. So upping my testosterone levels as a woman would help my lack of desire and mean that I would be able to want and crave sex the way a man does. There was the idea that I was asexual, a person who simply does not experience sexual attraction and therefore does not experience sexual desire. And truthfully, I tried leaning more toward this one as an explanation for my lack of desire, but just couldn't shake the feeling that it wasn't quite right. So I kept looking. There was also the outlandish suggestion that the reason that I had a lack of desire for sex was because my sacral chakra was blocked, and that in order to unblock it, I needed to do tantric breathing exercises every day while sitting on a Shiva lingam stone in order to release and renew my sexual center. A super bizarre route, I thought, to go in at the time, although these days I'm more willing to see the validity of it, but I digress. The one nugget of wisdom that stuck with me most, though, probably because it was the simplest, was that the way to cure a sexless marriage was as easy as practicing that popular motto, I needed to, quote, just do it. In order to just do it, I needed to override my body's habitual no for sex and force myself to have sex anyway. The more I did this, the advice promised, the more I would create a kind of muscle memory with my brain and vagina, reminding it with every lackluster fuck, hey, you like this, remember? They said that it would take several times of doing this before I saw results, but I was to stick with it and try to push aside any feelings or thoughts or beliefs I had that kept me from saying yes to sex. Mind over matter, in a sense. It seemed to make sense. So I tried it, and surprise, surprise, it didn't work. It actually did more harm than good. So I went back to the drawing board and back to suggesting an affair for my husband as I waited to be fixed. To listen to the rest of the series and to hear my advice for low-desire, sexless relationships, go to sexloveliberation.com slash lowdesire. The Sexually Liberated Woman will be back with new episodes very soon, like within the next few weeks. So go subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or SoundCloud so you don't miss the next episode. And if you would like to support The Sexually Liberated Woman and help keep it going, you can now donate to this podcast monetarily. You can do that by making a one-time donation directly via PayPal at 
paypal.me slash sex love liberation. Literally any amount you give helps. Thank you so much. I seriously could not do this without you. Okay, I will be back very, very soon. Take care and yay for the podcast coming back. just did a podcast for the first time in a year. I feel really proud of myself right now and I hope that people will still continue to listen to my voice. I would really, really like that a lot. La 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 la. (laughs) Oh, but seriously, yay, I did it. I did it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.